A little bouncer slowly toward Bryant. He will glove it and throw to Rizzo. It's in time. And the Chicago Cubs win the World Series. I remember running home from school, turning on the TV to the Cubs game, sitting with my dad to watch his heroes. Welcome to the World Series Dreaming, Chicago Cubs Dreamcast. Not affiliated with the actual Chicago Cubs, but just a bunch of guys who love the local nine, for now, and enjoy talking baseball, and of course, the 2016 World Series champion Cubs. Hey, everybody. My name is Anno Catulli, and it's a beautiful night. With me, as always, is my buddy Rice Cube. How you doing, bud? All right. Just uh, getting ready for a move. We did uh, we did get to see the Cubs last night, and we got a bobblehead day. Hoping that they win today because they didn't win yesterday, but, you know, Apparently, we missed a lot of fun, too, so we could guess we could talk about that. Yeah, Cubs are getting creamed, and it's hard to sit and watch when your team is just getting embarrassed all over the place. They still have the best record in the National League, if you can believe that, despite the fact that everybody says this team sucks. I'm watching the broadcast right now, and Len Casper and Jim Deshays are eating something that looks like a taco. That and actually, then something has pink crap on it. Yeah. And now this lady in the crowd has like a Long Island iced tea slushy thing. And I remember yesterday we, we saw this, uh, this thing that looked like a mason jar. I'm pretty sure it wasn't glass, but it's kind of cool. Like the things that they're trying to introduce. Probably yeah, not, still a lot of alcoholic slushies. <laughs> yeah. I thought I needed one or two alcoholic beverages watching that game last night, but, oh, God. But we survived it. We got a bobblehead. We had fun. All right. So I figured uh, we can talk about some reviews that we've actually seen on iTunes, and we'll talk a little bit about what we actually missed last night, although I got to see it and video when I got back home and then uh, we'll close out uh, as I get ready for my trek to the west coast. How's that for a plan, sir? I love this plan. I'm excited to be a part of it. Let's do it. Sounds great. As the spring gave away to summer Past the ivy-colored dreams Toward the days that kept us Yearning for tomorrow. A lot of what we've been trying to do lately is to uh, get y'all who are listening. Like, we, we realize that some people are actually downloading this. Some of, like, a percentage of you who download it have to actually be listening. And if you like it, you should rate and review us on iTunes. And we actually got a few ratings. Looks like we're somewhere between four and five stars, closer to five, because we have many more five-star reviews than four-star reviews. And so you've been completely generous. What do you say we read some reviews? Oh, let's go for it. Okay, so this is actually from last year. This is like the, the very first review we've ever gotten on iTunes ever since I like figured out how to get this set up. So TJ Eckelberg said, good podcast, 13 out of 10, wood pet. 
I guess that's that's uh should make us feel good, right? I'd say so. <laughs> Next, this was a couple of months ago when we asked folks, hey, you know, Anno has this extra clock Wrigley scoreboard replica clock. Saying, hey, if you guys could leave us reviews, maybe we'll enter you in the contest. Now, we don't have too many reviews. We only have like five, including that one I just read. But looks like Frank Luckett gave us a five-star review. He says, very humble guys talking about the greatest team on earth, the Chicago Cubs. Very well-worded input without being biased. That's very kind of him to say. Gotta love educated Cubs talk. Definitely recommend to any Cubs fans of all ages. Give it a listen. See for yourself. Go Cubs, go. I would find that review helpful. Yeah. Uh, Very helpful. Hopefully people will read it, listen, and download, and share their own thoughts with the rating. Yeah. And this one is from CubsGirl61. Says, I enjoy the podcast. Like the song in the podcast. That would be the song from Rich Deanna. You can find that on iTunes as well. So this is a longtime follower. Denise Cantu says, we're informative and entertaining. I'm a regular listener and social media follower. I usually am not a fan of podcasts, but I listen to these guys fairly regularly. They are very informative about the Cubs and baseball in general and whole fair opinions. Could use a little more pep in their voice at times, but still are entertaining to listen to. Highly recommended. I, I think we need to change our intonations. That- that's one of the things that lot of students complain about because I drone a lot. Not so sure about you. I think you speak okay, but uh, I, I know that I drone. But we could add a bit more pep. It's kind of hard when we podcast late at night. We're kind of worn down, but we'll try to add some more pep. It's more excitement in our voice. Uh-huh. We are talking about the greatest baseball team in Chicago, the best baseball team in the National League, and damn it, one of the greatest teams in all of baseball, headed for their fourth straight NLCS. I have no problem making that prediction. I think I'd be okay with that, too. Last one, another five-star review from Catlett 88 It might be made by World Series Dreaming, but this is podcast dreaming come true for Cubs fans. Just simple, positive, and fun Cubs talk. Thanks for saying that, Catlett 88 Fantastic. Thank you, buddy. Yeah. Appreciate it. Not sure if it's a guy catlet or a girl catlet, but very much appreciated for sure. Man so, or woman, we call you friend. Thank you. <laughs> so that's that for the podcast reviews. I think because a lot of people might not have iTunes, it's not as easy for them to get that set up. But uh, for those of you who do, like this is one of those things that could help us get this out to other people because based on what I understand, more positive reviews, more reviews, period, more stars or whatever. Like if you want to be honest, give us one star, that's fine. But just the more exposure this gets on iTunes, the more likely it is to be searchable on iTunes and then more people will find it. It helps quite a bit. So, the more uh, exposure, yeah. the better. So yesterday we did talk about the bobblehead day. There's a picture from Sahadev Sharma, who writes for The Athletic and is a really cool guy, very knowledgeable. He actually took a picture from atop the West Gate, and you can see us waiting in line. This is something that I was uh, talking to you about. Like, uh, We do want to give that extra clock of yours away, correct? Absolutely. Hopefully yeah. somebody will win it sometime soon. Yeah. Getting tired of holding on to it. <laughs> so my th- thinking was everybody's played Where's Waldo at some point or another. If you can find us, and I will link a blog to our podcast blog when this drops, 
there is a picture of the two of us. This is the last time for the foreseeable future that we are both at Wrigley together and we took a picture to commemorate it because, you know, as always, it's really fun to go to a ballpark with you, and I appreciate that you invited me. Of course. You've done so much for me and the blog and the site for the over the years. You deserve it, man. It's the least I can do. I figured, hey, if you guys look at our picture and then you look at the picture that Sahadev uh, posted on Twitter, and you can pinpoint exactly where we are and put a circle around it and email it to our official World Series Dreaming email at worldseriesdreaming at gmail.com. If you guys can do that, you will be entered into a drawing to win the clock. But it has to be an email because we, we'd like to get, get some people to use that avenue as well. If you post it on the page on Facebook, it will not count. Right. Definitely use our email so we can use this little uh, sound bite. You've got mail. Indeed. More than just a game. You know, once we got in, it was not too bad. Of course, Luke Farrell kind of crapped the bed a little bit. Kind of? Yeah. But I try to I try to make him try to pump him up. I think he's gonna pitch good. How does he respond? Giving up five runs in the first. Yeah, that was kind of annoying. But uh, you know, we kind got of. our bobbleheads. We got to talk to Crawley at some point. We met up with a couple of friends. At that point, we we're just like, well, you have to work. I got to pack. Let's just go home early. I did uh, watch Nick Offerman sing the stretch at the bar right before you get to the Red Line station. And then it wasn't until I was on the bus after I got off the red line to its home that I realized, hey, you know what? Caratini's pitching. And oh my God, they finally let Anthony Rizzo pitch. And that was a really, really cool experience for a lot of fans that decided to stick it out. Like, they had a ton of fun. Yeah, Joe Madden came out there to personally deliver the glove for Anthony Rizzo. That was a really and nice touch. First pitch, very slow curveball. And the umpire was booed because he didn't call it a strike. Well, I mean... When it was an obvious ball. The second pitch was, quote-unquote, a fastball at 62 miles an hour, and he got... Who who was it? Was it Pollock? Oh, yeah, it was AJ Pollock. So now Rizzo, with his two pitches, has a zero ERA career. Basically, you can't beat that. So Rizzo has that as bragging rights right now. Yep. Only him and Ian Happ on the Cubs can sport having zero ERA. Ian has a zero ERA? Pretty I believe well. he and Hap are the only two that did not give up a run. Okay, because I know Tommy Lasella gave up at least one home run. Caratini, Caratini gave up a run. Jimenez, uh, before he went back to Iowa, he gave up a run. So, yeah. Sorry, I should I should preface that the only position players. Mm-hmm. Jesse Chavez, yeah. Yeah. That also has a zero ERA with the Cubs. Ian Happ does, in fact, have a zero ERA. Jesse Chavez as well. So you were correct, sir. Good work. Yeah, I could have sworn he gave up a run, but he apparently did not, and you remember correctly. Fantastic. Yeah, I I guess it just goes to show that, you know, even if they're getting blown out, probably shouldn't leave the ballpark early. I know a lot of people, you know, have jobs and have kids that need to go to bed early and whatnot, but for me, like, there was really nothing for me to do except for pack. So maybe I could have stayed, but I think ultimately I made the right decision because I, I needed to go to bed anyway. <laughs> the beauty and the history in this cathedral 
The sky so blue against the grass so green Like time stood still forever And with me starting a brand new job, kind of want to be well-rested. How was that, by the way? No, it was fantastic. The people that I work with love me. I've been instantly called one of the coolest guys that are there. But I, they also like everybody that's new. But they knew all about me already because my wife works there as well. So they've been waiting for me to show up. Okay. So I've been like the talk of town for like a week. So you guys both work at the same place now then? Yeah, same place, different department. So we're not working with each other. We just work together. Doing two completely different things so we don't see each other too often. Except in passing, maybe at lunch, but it's a fantastic job. I love it. I am happy. Yeah. For the first time in a while, I'm happy to be at a job. That's good. You you should be passionate about what you do, I think. The other cool thing is, uh, since you know you and your wife are at the same place, you can carpool now, so you save on gas, too. Most days, yes, we can. It's, yeah. it's great. Saving money, which is, comes in handy since I am taking a slight pay cut take this job but money isn't always everything yeah i guess uh, you could always work at lids some more but uh, then you know you, you gotta have time to relax too especially the type of work that i'm doing but i think i'm gonna enjoy it i'm gonna have a great time well i'm very glad for you for those of you who don't know i am moving back to california so this will no longer technically be my local nine my new local nine will be the giants and the a's I believe the Cubs are playing the AL West next year in Interleague, correct? I think so. can get check the rotation, but if that's the case, then they will visit San Francisco at the very least, and then I don't know if they're visiting Oakland or if Oakland is visiting Chicago. So if that that's the case, then I can do a double dip, especially because the Oakland games are so much cheaper than the San Francisco games. Like San Francisco has a much better ballpark, but obviously they're much more expensive. Whereas Oakland and, is in that place where their sewage always gets all messed up. so And both are probably cheaper than the Cubs. Well, I don't know about San Francisco, but it, it's a little roomier. It's uh, ballpark is more cantilevered than Wrigley, where you have the support beams. So everybody in the ballpark is a little bit further away than you would be if you were in it, at Wrigley. But the, the view is really nice. You see the bay cross and a lady on friday when i went to the under armor game said they started covering up the knot hole on sheffield so you can't really stare into the field during games anymore but you can still do that and i thought they did that a few years ago did they yeah because i i I know that you used to be able to stare right into right field along sheffield avenue but maybe they blocked it off but uh in San Francisco, you can still uh, look into the ballpark from right field. They they have the fence. It's uh, see-through fencing, and it's really nice. It's a really nice touch. But the area around San Francisco's ballpark is beautiful. The area around Oakland, not so much. So uh, yeah. that could explain their issue. And they are going to try to negotiate for a new ballpark. There, there was something going on, but then uh, I guess the city hall or – the citizens themselves revolted, and it was taken off the table. But Oakland does need to get a new ballpark because the commissioner keeps saying, like, we got to expand, we got to expand, we got to expand. But the first thing that has to happen is Oakland's got to figure their stuff out, and Tampa Bay has to figure their stuff out. Yeah, I mean, I can't see how they can expand 
well, you have one team that's playing in a stadium that's pretty much a sewer, uh-huh. and the other that can't draw fans to save their life. Like, I remember going to a lot of A's games because they were so cheap, even when they were good. Like, this was in the early 2000s when this was the Moneyball A's. The point is, Tampa Bay's already gotten their uh, stadium proposal set up. Uh, they're going to Ivor City, which is like a better burb of the Tampa Bay area. And it's not as inaccessible as their current stadium. And I, I think it's in St. Petersburg. So they're trying to get it more accessible. It kind of looks pretty, but at the same time, you're like, the owners are kind of making the citizens pay for it. And that's not very cool especially since, like, the Marlins already made their citizens pay for most of that Tumunga Stadium. It looks nice, but it's not a very good team, and they just, like, sold out. What's the deal? Like, why do I want to pay for this? And I, I would hope that Ibor City would be very resistant to doing that. And it's kind of refreshing to know that the Cubs had to pay for it themselves. Like, these guys are rich as hell. They, they can't afford it, so make them pay for it. If you're rich enough to own a ballpark and a team, you should be able to have money to fix your stadium yourself. I mean, everyone would like some assistance with it, but damn it, the Rickets are doing what they want with their ballpark, and they're footing the bill because nobody wants that help. If they can do it, why can't other teams? So once uh, Oakland gets their stuff figured out, I think we'll start seeing expansion. It might be kind of cool to see the – leagues get evened out again so you don't have to be forced to play all year interleague but at the same time i do like the idea of interleague and that does take us into the territory of well maybe we should have universal designated hitters and yeah because like it or not they're not going to remove the designated hitter it's either going to stay the way it is which is unlikely if they do expansion or if the dh is going all around in baseball and Cub fans should love the idea of having a DH because as well as Schwarber is playing left field, statistically speaking, he's the best left field in the game huh. somehow. He's much better as a DH. I would much rather see an outfield of Hat, Elmora, and Hayward. That would be a fantastic defensive outfield. Then see Schwarber out there, even though he has a rocket isn't for an arm. Being a catcher, that's what you'd, you'd expect. Right. He takes bad routes to balls. If you ask me which defensive outfield pairing you'd rather have, yeah. you definitely want Hap over Schwarber. I, I think so. Hap is a little more mobile. He, he took a couple of goofy routes to ball, balls the other day when we were watching. Like he, It looked like he tracked them well, but then he had to hop at the last moment. You see that with Schwarber sometimes, too. You know, if they catch it, I, I don't complain. Yeah. And I, I'll never complain if they catch the ball. I mean... <laughs> Edmonds made a career out of making circus catches, making catches look harder than they actually were. If somebody makes an easy catch look difficult on purpose or on accident, eh, as long as they catch it, I don't really care. Could it be our hero's moment? Could they somehow find a way? Will they rid us of these ghosts of shame? All right. So I think because of how this podcast is working out, like I, I told you already, like we have to figure out our little podcast plan because I am moving. Technically, I am unemployed as of the end of this month, which happens to be the trade deadline, but I will be on the road during that time. So I'm hoping to be able to check in at every rest stop and see, okay, did the Cubs just trade for X, Y, or Z, you know? 
There's a lot of stuff going on. It sounds like the Yankees are about to pick up Zach Britton, which was yeah. a Cubs target. Honestly, Cubs, I, Cubs have also been linked to Cole Hamels. That could be interesting, but I, I don't know that we want Hamels at this point in his career. Although, like, I don't Keep in think... mind, people are saying the same thing about Justin Verlander last year. True. a crappy season on a crap team, straight into a contender, and my God, he turned into the second coming of Cy Young. Yeah, that might have now, something to do with Hamels Astros, the, yeah. I'm not saying Hamels is the same guy as Verlander. It could happen. I think it is fair to make the comparison <laughs> that a, a pitcher with a very good history having a crappy year going to a contender might find new life. I do think that the Cubs will probably target a reliever, a middle reliever, maybe a back-end reliever, but they have so many back-end relievers, like not named Brenda Morrow, that it should be okay. But obviously they want, they would want uh, Brenda Morrow back, and I, I'm just seeing signs of, well, we don't know what's going on. I don't think he's ready yet. Yeah, that worries me. The Cubs might need to make a trade for a closer. And if Morrow comes back, then, hey, they got a couple of very good closers to add in. And they got a bunch of guys that can fill in as a closer. I mean, Edwards and Strope have done great in late innings. I'm comfortable with the bullpen. If they don't make another move, like you said last night, I'm fine. If they want to add somebody, it's gravy. I've also seen them link to Nathan Eovaldi of the Rays. It might be kind of like one of those low-cost but high-reward type trades if they can talk the Rays down with their price. Although I'm guessing that if we can think of it, other teams are also thinking of it. They they would want the same prize. And other teams, if you kind of look at the farm system and in terms of fit and what future organization needs are, other teams might have more of what the Rays want than what the Cubs have. So you're, you're probably going to see more Jesse Chavez type trades than huge blockbuster type trades. I'm fine with that. Jesse Chavez is is looking like a great relief pitcher. A -hmm. very underrated pitcher. Through the good times and the bad times We stood beside you every day Till now our dreams have gone unclaimed So I feel like we need to watch this game now because uh, Kyle Hendricks just gave up a run. You know, life will go on. I'm pretty sure the Cubs will eventually score, just like they eventually did last night to break the shutout. Hopefully they score more runs than the Diamondbacks do, such that they can actually win because those are the rules. Yeah, I'm going to make a prediction. The time is currently 8.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. Mm-hmm. It is the top of the fifth with one out. It's one to nothing Arizona. The Cubs will win 3-1. to one. That's my prediction. All right. Well, if Arizona scores another run, then your prediction will obviously be wrong. But then they'll win that... three to two, damn it. So swim, swimmy, sl- slippy, slappy. <laughs> but uh, hopefully that does not happen. Now, uh, Hendricks is about to get a double play. I can sense it. <laughs> With my Cubstradamus. Samsonite. I was way off. But yeah, like uh, we've already told you about how you can win Anno's extra scoreboard clock. You should email us and do exactly what we say in the podcast. So that means you will obviously have to listen. Absolutely. And listen, email us, email please. At World Series Dreaming 
at gmail.com. Yep. And so if you do that and we get enough emails, we will pick one. We'll be along our merry way. You can find us on Twitter at WSDreaming underscore Cubs. Yep. And you can find me on Twitter at Cubic Sarconia. Our website is WorldSeriesDreaming.com. You can also find us on Facebook at WSD.Cubs. We'd like to thank Rich Deanna for the theme song. And then we would like to thank uh, Randall Sanders as well for the final out call. So until we meet again, sir. Oh, absolutely. Anytime in Chicago, if I still have tickets next year and beyond, game is on me, man. Talk to your rep about that trans- transfer yeah. or that, that name or something. I, I don't know. Maybe you just have to get back on the season ticket holder list. Or maybe my name will come up and then you can take it over via my name. We'll see what happens, man. Until next time, thank you so much for listening, and go Cubs. Go Cubs. It was more than just a game.